0: Hi everyone, my name is Jerry Wise and I'm a relationship expert and coach I'm also the director of the Center for Self-Differentiation. This video is entitled, Secrets to Loving or Having a Relationship with an ACOA. I get inundated with people who call and email and want help. Regarding how can they deal with an ACOA spouse? How can they deal with an ACOA sister, mother? Um, and they're really uh, strained uh, to try and understand what's going on with them and what they can do to improve the relationship, their relationship with the ACOA. Um, and they do keep asking me to make videos so I thought I would make one today about what the person who's in relationship with someone who's in the ACOA can do uh, and what are some helpful tips. First of all, I think lowering your expectations and neediness. Those two things I think are real important. Oftentimes we see the ACOA and see them as You know, well, what's wrong with them? They seem normal in every other way, but then they do this roller coaster thing. And so, why do they do that? And we just expect them to not act or act out or have reactivity that would be similar to an ACOA reaction. And we keep expecting that, which frustrates us all the more and also makes us more. Uh, Upset, which then hurts the relationship as well. Often our neediness and our inflated expectations get in our way of caring about and loving an ACOA. They look normal, ACOAs even act normal, then the roller coaster begins. But we base our view on the perspective of them based on the normal or the calm periods and tell ourselves, well, if they can be normal for a while, or act stable for a while, why not all the time? And then we have this expectation, they just should be acting this way all the time. Why can't they do it? They must be doing it to either hurt me, or who knows what are the numerous reasons. So this is what we expect. We expect the normal versus expecting the ACOA trades. And when you expect the right thing, it tends to calm the system. It tends to inform the person who is caring about the ACOA. And then we adjust our behavior in a more helpful way. Remember, don't judge a book by its cover. For the ACOA who is struggling, his or her inner life can be very touchy, chaotic, not self-defined, intense, reactive, shame-based, and often fearful. And they may not always look like that on the outside, but that may be more what's the makeup. I wish we could do a CT scan or an MRI scan of the internals of folks who grew up in, in dysfunctional families, and then we could go see how that is emotionally. I wish we could do that, but we can't secondly remember to keep your focus on you and not on them often when we are involved in the dynamic life or roller coaster life of an acoa it's easier to lose ourselves and lose our own center and our own sense of self Uh, if you give if you give up you then both of you will be handicapped the acoa does not always believe or accept this. If they have been in recovery, they do understand the importance of this focus and you having the focus of taking care of yourself. Thirdly, slow things down as much as possible. I did do a previous video on this topic about slowing things down. You can take a look at it on our YouTube channel. I believe it's important for those who are in ACOA relationships. Often emotional interactions move way too quickly Uh, and as a result the interaction gets reactive. ACOAs are emotional thinkers. Often emotions override the thinking for the ACOA. Just like when we have a shame episode, the shame overrides our thinking. We have an anxiety episode. The anxiety overrides our thinking. And so we are emotional thinkers. This was a family of origin learned experience. Virtually everyone tended to feel-think. That's another way of talking about it. Uh, Think-feel is a whole different experience. And think-think and access your feelings as you desire, I think is a much different experience for folks. And I actually train and try to help folks to make that transition from feel-think, to think-feel, to think-think, and then access your feelings as you wish. Uh, That's a little more towards the self-differentiation scale. Number four, remember the buttons. It is easier, and it's a little easier, if we remember there are buttons that may be pushed when loving or having a relationship with an ACOA. I believe these are often overlooked by each. And, of course, here are some of the buttons. The shame button, the guilt button, the fear button, the anger button. There's probably, and there are many more, not probably, there are many more. Remember, there are lots of people in the relationship. And that's another key when you think about these buttons, too. Just because you have two people, and we call that a dyad when there's two people, three people, we call it a triad or a triangle. Two people is a dyad. When you have a dyad, you don't only have two people in that relationship. When when a couple sits down in front of me in my office, one of the things I realize is now the room has become full of people. Family of origin, ex-relationships, This is not just about them as a couple. This is everything that's going on within them and is still going on within them. There are always lots of people in a two-person relationship. Past and current family of origin and often past significant relationships. We don't have to take the button that gets activated personally. You can even ask, "Did, did a button get pushed when I said that? Uh, and begin to talk about buttons, rather than just the reactivity to the result of the button. Number five, develop a tougher skin and a stronger sense of self. This is why you married or are in a relationship with an ACOA. I think that's where it can be useful. They can help you to look at your issues so that you can begin to grow up within yourself work on reducing your neediness and victimhood paradigm build a tougher skin and a stronger sense of self through recovery therapy coaching and uh, there are ways to do that i have a couple videos that begin to talk about that Uh, number six always think boundaries and limits with connectedness I believe in relationships there is a tendency to either distance or fuse. Maintaining a balance is most effective and healthiest and is the healthiest stance and position. If you're going to tell an ACOA, here is my boundary, or here is my limit, or I won't tolerate that anymore, where is the same intensity of connectedness? Where is the same intensity of an intimacy? Often, we relate in an out-of-balance way. I'll just tell you how I'm going to move away, but I'm not going to demonstrate or show how I'm going to move closer. Love with boundaries. Boundaries with intimacy. Connectedness with self-definition. Self-definition with attachment. In other words, we have a balance between I-ness and we-ness. If you wanna learn more about improving a relationship with an ACOA, please contact me. My email address is on the the screen. Uh, I have spouses contact me to say my mother, my wife, my husband is an ACOA, help me through the maze and minefield of our relationship. Also, you can see my contact information uh, that I've listed for you. I have clients all over the US and in foreign countries. Contact me for Skype or FaceTime, professional help, uh, or you can join me in my office. And please share my videos with your social media. They're free and we try to provide good information for those who are hurting. I wanna thank you for watching the video today and, and I hope you have a really good day. Thanks.